When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trials of Apollo, The Dark Prophecy, Chapter 41. Prophecies don't mix with tofurkey and biscuits. Just give me dessert. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. I am done. Very nice. That is my reading. <laughs> Me, Veva. Ah, how? How? Um, how? 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 Oh, okay. Um, I'm doing fine. Pretty chill. Um, I really need to clean my apartment. It's driving me crazy. It's not even that dirty. I just really want to clean my room because I didn't finish putting my laundry away. Um, and you know how that gets to you, you know? Um, Getting to you. Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm seeing Chapel Rowan in concert. I'm very excited. Um, it's going to be so much fun. The theme is Pink Cowgirl. Very fun, very cool. Um, yeah, so that's super fun. Um, I'm I'm in my concert girl era, apparently. This is going to be the third in like the span of a month that I will have seen, which is super cool and exciting. And all of them that I've seen have been, or both, I guess, have been so good. And I have no doubt that tomorrow's is going to be amazing as well. Yeah, I'm just, I'm chilling. How about you, Neve? I'm good. Um, I like my job so far, my service job. It's very slay. Um, everyone there is my age and they're all really funny. So that's nice. Funnier than me. And <laughs> they all, um, are really cool so far. And it's been a little chaotic to be like tonight. I was on shift after, during a sports game. I'm sorry. I thought it was just football, but really any sports game in Philadelphia gets the girls going. Like they are really like, they are yelling in this nice restaurant over baseball. And I just can't relate to that energy, but I'm trying to support them the best I can through it. I thought the Phillies played yesterday. They did. They were pl- they played two days in a row. Why? But they, how they, does that work? Because I had to watch it at work yesterday. Yesterday, I think. But it was, I work at a scene. gay bar, so like only like a couple <laughs> people cared. Yesterday, I think was just a game for funsies. Like they were, it didn't count for anything. What do they call that? Exhibition match or whatever. What and then today, fucking today was a game that like meant something. Well, okay. also baseball. That's a lot of baseball. Baseball also typically plays three games in one weekend. Why? I don't know. And it's always they, against the same team all three times, too. It's so weird. And they're like, always the longest game. Like, so you, long. You know, like how many soccer matches you could fit in a weekend? So many, but they play one. Yeah. I, I guess, unless it's a tournament, but that, that's different. And it's a cool 90 minutes. This is like 14 hours. I know. Um, when I went to the Cubs game, I was like, I don't, I think I'm going to die here. They last forever. So long. Um, and yeah, my day's been good now because Brayden made me dinner and it's really good. <laughs> I'm 
I'm currently devouring it as we record this. So I'm really excited about it. But overall, doing well. Staying busy, which I appreciate that I'm not doing nothing anymore. But now it's like, oh my God, there's so much to do all the time. But it's okay. How are you, Brayden? I'm good. I'm also I'm a little sleepy. But maybe just because I, I like all I just ate dinner before Neve got home. And so I feel like my my I made stew. So like stew and bread meal leads to a little bit of a Thanksgiving state. Yeah. Where it's like I'm gonna have a lot of energy probably in about an hour at like midnight. <laughs> when the carbs set in. When, but yeah, but like at the moment, I'm just feeling a little like content and and s- slow um and methodical and um paced i don't know i i love I just, these synonyms they're so fun thank you keep going i'm a regular thethor <laughs> um, i wish that was like intentional i would actually i'm glad it wasn't intentional because that that was that kind of would have been rude of me no i just have a speech impediment that sometimes slips out <laughs> um Other than that, we're chilling. Entered rehearsals for the first show of the season of the theater I'm working at. So that's fun. Very cool show. Um, the the cast is fucking incredible. And, and the director is very, very smart. And so it's just like an honor to watch everyone work um, mm-hmm. and be sitting in on these conversations about... Um, Afghanistan and the U.S. Army's impact in that and how that impacts uh, immigration and that that's what the show's about to clarify <laughs> not just fun chats but um, but it's really interesting stuff and I'm learning a lot at the same time making theater and that's like what I love about theater is it's it's a way to learn it is a cultural first art media, or at least I believe it should be. And because theater integrates so many aspects of performance, um, it was really a great encapsulation of cultural exchange. This is fully staged, right? It's not a reading. Yeah. Okay. I just was looking at it today to see when I should get these tickets. And it's just such a small theater that I was like, this is happening, right? Oh, yeah. Slay. Set in an apartment. Oh, well. And, that, yeah. and that'll fit. It's a like it's a living room drama. It's so, it's, oh, the script's so good. It's called Selling Kapoor. I'm excited. I should feel like I should promote it. Um, <laughs> if you're in Philadelphia, go see, go see it. Um, if you're not hopefully it's somewhere near you soon it has a bunch of productions lined up after this one so um in other cities so that's exciting for a new play um anyways welcome back to return to camp half-blood this week we are discussing the trials of apollo the dark prophecy chapters 41 through 42 aka the last like six pages um (laughs) through the theme of parting such sweet sorrow i knew it was just as much sorrow as ava is about to experience summarizing and go okay so basically the whole 
uh, shtick with this last bit is not much happens, but um, they're like, oh, we have to warn Camp Jupiter. Um, something's going to happen in five days, and I guess we got to get there through the labyrinth. Um, and then they're like, oh, we need a satyr for that. Um, and I was fucking right. It's Grover. Our boy has returned. Um, they're also like, they go through line by line of the prophecy and they're like, this applies to me. This applies to me. This applies to me, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and they explain a lot of things to Talia and there's a brief moment where they discuss like the different pantheons, um, and how that like is true and normal and like gods and different pantheons can coexist and that's super cool. And, um, that's kind of it, right? Like, out of time. Okay. Yeah. But you got everything. And like probably more. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of time for for such a small task. Um yeah, I feel like I should have given you less time because <laughs> I agree with only two chapters. Yeah. Um yeah. You got everything, so there's that. Um, what songs? Okay. I'm very excited that Grover's back. So, I picked a song that I feel represents him. This is not true, but I think it's a little funny. So, I think Grover sometimes is just a girl. He's he like he's not, but like I think he's no, just No, he is. You're so right. So I did choose Super Graphic Ultra Modern Girl by Chapel Rowan. Because I what? think Grover is a super graphic ultra modern girl. Grover is just a girl sometimes. That's right. so funny. Well, well, girls, it's another Noah Cobb song. All right, yeah, fair. Because <laughs> it always is. But it's also, um, that whole album is also very Grover coded, like, mm. you know, folk song, woodsy feel. Yeah. And um, the song still is very sad about our theme of like leaving someone behind and it's very very emotional so i thought it was a good combination for grover coming back i mean he does come back but also like he doesn't say words yet excited for him to say words (laughs) yeah that'll be fun i am going to break some ground here for these playlists and I'm starting to do instrumental music. <laughs> Word. Um, Word. This okay. is this is kind of a cheat in using instrumental music. I did um almost choose um Allegro in F minor from the succession uh <laughs> season two soundtrack, I think mm. it is. Season four, actually. Fucking I lied. It's season four. But I didn't. But he did. um I chose Sweet for Electric Overture, um, off Janelle Monet's Electric Lady. Oh. Um it just got the vibes. It got the vibes of like this is the end of the second of five books. Hmm. And another one's gonna start next. Mm-hmm. But this is the end of this one. That's true. Um, it was just it's just very transitional. 
music like a transitional piece this is the opening of this album and it really transitions out of um arc android and if those of you not familiar with jonah janelle monet's like first i'd even say three albums i'd say um metropolis arc android electric lady are much more orchestral experimental jazz albums she's with electric lady and then um dirty computer she and then now uh uh pleasure something no what's it called oh no i know i know this it's (laughs) uh, it's the age of pleasure there we go very nice we got there um it it clearly pained me but we got there um (laughs) transitions over to pop music more but her earlier stuff is is not completely different because she still is doing some fun stuff and has a lot of jazz influence. But this is even much more orchestral, jazzy, um, electric jazz. Very cool. Um, and I I think the intelligence of her music, particularly those first three albums, that I don't love the pop music too. Um, it just is more mainstream and different. I think Apollo would appreciate that. <laughs> That's a long way of me saying <laughs> we ended up in the place yeah. that I need to end up. So I tap out now. What were our favorite parts? Grow. I mean, it's Grover time. Yeah, it's Grover time. He's back. He hasn't said anything. His presence no. has just been acknowledged. No, he said, uh, "This isn't Palm Springs." Yeah, he did say that. So he said something, you <laughs> That created so much. <laughs> now we're in a fight. I'm creating tension in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so now that Neve said something stupid. <laughs> Please. Rover's back. Rover's back. I'm so excited. I'm it so was... excited for him to have this role again. And like, hopefully not be so nervy you know like the last time i feel like the last time we actually saw him as like his role was like a someone to like be a guide and like protector over someone was like very early in the original series and he wasn't and good he at was, it. wasn't good at it because he was nervous and like young so yeah. now he, he's just he a was, baby he was just a baby because when you think about it like I would say by the time we hit Sea of Monsters, like we totally let go of that idea for him. Like, yeah, we did not like. He was now just like a, a someone helping. I mean, but he wasn't like supposed yeah. to be like protecting anybody. But now it feels more appropriate for him to actually do that. You know. Yeah. He was just kind of one of the gang. Yeah. Exactly. Grover is one of he the girls. Girl. He was it just one girl. of the girls. He is such a girly. Uh missed him. I am so excited. Me too. My comfort character, truly. I'm so excited to see him in the upcoming project, I'll say for now. We're recording this at the time where it looks like strikes are ending. Yeah. But we don't know for sure. Therefore, I'm just gonna, we're gonna keep it vague. We're not gonna talk about it yet. But yeah. we will talk about it soon, perhaps, all God willing. 
Probably. <laughs> trying so hard here. I know. It's literally so difficult. Um, talking around it, but one day. One we'll day. We will. There's a place for Oh my God. Somewhere. Uh, I really didn't do it right either. That's like a famous this. interval. <laughs> I just like wasn't prepared that I was about to start singing and I caught myself off guard. It happens. He was surprised by his own actions. Mm. It's a right. seventh, right? Is that what that is? Yeah. It's a seven. It's like Well, I don't remember if it's major or minor, but it's a seventh. It's a major seven. I don't know. I, I just I, I thought if I would say it really confidently, I'd be right. Um I actually think it's a minor seven. <laughs> it sounds like a minor seven. I just was trying to be really confident. Um, no, that's an octave. I was like somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, that's a minor seven. Okay, actually, we need to stop here. I can keep thinking about this, but it doesn't, I don't think it, it, it doesn't technically, matter. technically is an audio activity, but I still don't think it translates well. It's okay. Oh, I'm bored. Visiting music theory. I hate revisiting music theory, but it was really, like, so traumatic for me that I do, I did remember some stuff. <laughs> Love music theory. Anyways, for other parts of the, ch- like, there wasn't much of the chapter's um besides like they they go through the prophecy and they determine all the wacky ass areas that they have to go yeah we're clear clearly the next oracle is the civiline oracle because that's that's ella's whole thing yeah and we're also told that they're gonna find sybil yeah excited for ella to like play a a role again me too, I miss her. Yeah. She was cool and mysterious, so excited for her to come back. And Tyson! Yeah! A book of faves, perhaps, mayhaps. Mayhaps a book of faves, so exciting. By and then we want Annabeth here to be like, I kind of hate Cyclopses, though. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that so was crazy. Enjoy having Tyson to roll back to when Annabeth was Cyclops racist. Like, the entirety of Mark. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, she was so badly behaved. Not Mark of Athena. I thought it was. Uh, sea of Monsters. Oh, well, that too. So long ago. But like the there was a repeat. There was a reprise in the Heroes of Olympus series. There was? It was brief. But it happened. Where, where was there a Cyclops? Tyson. Tyson. Was in Mark of Athena? I'm pretty sure. One of them. He was in Sun and Neptune. But Annabeth wasn't. I know. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just trying <laughs> to place the place when this it happened. I was thinking either Mark of Athena or House of Hades, but it probably wasn't House of Hades because they just weren't doing it. Tyson yeah. was in Blood of Olympus. But by Blood of Olympus, she's not racist anymore. But she doesn't I think I think it just kind of it kind of reoccurs throughout the first like like throughout the original series, I think is probably the yeah. Like it is does it's not in Titan's Curse because she's kidnapped. Yeah, Battle of the Labyrinth. For sure, it's is Tyson it's- in Battle of the Labyrinth or is that Grover? I don't remember who's the third person there? We need to reread those books, I guess, because clearly we already forgot. Every it has been what four years. Yeah, it's been a while. 
anyway, Annabeth is probably not racist anymore. Love that for her. Yeah, that is probably good. Where is she? I'm unsure. Where is she? You know, college? No. Probably just chilling. Senior year? She was mentioned in the beginning of this series when Apollo goes to Percy and is like, what the fuck do I do? Percy's like, Annabeth needs me to pass this test so we can go to college together. Like, she's only ever, like, just referred to. Okay. You know? I like that people listen to us talk about these books because anyone who listens to this podcast knows so much more about Percy Jackson than we do. Literally. You guys have us beat for sure. It's not even that, like, like I would, I, I start to recognize things once they're, like, put in front of me or, like, mentioned. But, like, I just don't have, like, things off the dome. Like, yeah. some people do. No. I don't have that kind of recall. And I have that, I don't even really have that for anything. Like, I have some larger knowledge about some things. But the way some people have, like, recall over, like, I know people in like comic book fandom who can tell you what issues things happened in. Yeah. They're like, and Globadu killed Marker in <laughs> issue 12 of the 2013 run of Iron Man. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. Like, I can tell you, like, I can remember things happen, but I, I can't tell you when That's, and where, where they, they fit. Like pinpoint where it fits. I know the arc of each story but what like like i know the arc of the original series if you ask me to like pin down a specific like especially because so many things happen in these like road trip style moments yeah yeah like like some of them just blend together other than like you know like the general plot of each book so if it's like an event that is specific to that plot like obviously i know the golden fleece was sea of monsters because that's like the whole thing but it's like which book did nico have mcdonald's in could have been any of them someone screaming at us yeah someone knows think it is battle of the labyrinth i don't know but it also might not be but that's just the only now that i'm now that i brought it up i'm like i guess that is the book he's mostly in that is the book that's about him and they were the ones so process of elimination i got there but i didn't know that off the top of my head yeah um even the more recent ones like nico i can't actually the house of the blood of olympus what are they called heroes of olympus books are honestly harder with this because they're, they're so big too here's the they're a little blurry nico ate some seeds and stayed alive in a little cup oh i what forgot about that happening mark of athena are we sure I thought yes. it was House of Hades. Because he's backed by House of Hades. He's backed by House of Hades, but was it Son of Neptune? No, because he's also in Son of Neptune. That yes, I... he's like a spy at yes. the camp. Okay, yes, it is Mark of Athena. I guess I guess I guess we do have good recall of Nico. I don't. I'm right. really bad at this. We game. don't know where he because is. Be, because he, he becomes gay in House of Hades, so he can't oh, be in the Oh, that's his gay moment. <laughs> We don't know when he ate it. You know when you become gay, so you can't be in the jar? <laughs> Aw, that's so cute. Because famously jars, gay people, we do not get along. Really? You ever seen a gay peop- people? <laughs> 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 you ever see, see a gay it, person man. open a jar successfully? Name one. I'm Let's sure. take a break and then we'll come back to talk about the theme of partying. 
All right, parting. Not the way you part your hair. Saying goodbye. Wow, you're really <laughs> full of it today, huh? Ha 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 ha. Anyways, where do we want to go first? There's not many places to go. Not much happens. Um, I know. I, my feelings aren't strong. Okay, Leo's out again. Yes, that that is that's the, the big. That is really the only thing to talk about, and that's yeah. why I picked this theme is because this is the only thing that like really is, yeah. is worth talking about besides Grover and we. We already yeah. beat that goat to death. Right. Yes. Ooh, the, stone, the stony silence. Sitting here smiling over that joke. Um, yeah, Leo's out. Leo's out, but like, I was thinking about it after I like finished reading and I was like, okay, he is... Because I was just like, damn, he really just said, like, I'll stay here with you, Calypso. Let's be teenagers and be in love. And he's like, I got you. Like, I can leave again. But he's going to warn them, which, like... The British are coming. The British are coming, and they're coming five days. So, like, I think he realistically, like, hopes that he can just, like, within the next five days, get there, be like, "Uh uh-oh, and then get out. But he won't because then they'll be like, build something for us, Leo. And he'll be like, oh, I'll have to. And then he won't come back. So it's like just a a situation that I see becoming tension. But like, honestly, Rick did not write it. I I like read him say that. And I was like, this is going to be a point of contention. I don't know if it's going to be, though. So maybe it's not going to be a point. Maybe it's just like something. I don't know. One Festus by land, two Festus by sea. Yeah, like, and like I think maybe they just had to have somebody on the case to go warn them, and they needed yeah, to send Apollo and in a different direction. It's a, it's a problem that was solved that he created. You know, like because like oh, we got to figure out how to solve this problem. I was like, well, what if you didn't write it? Yeah. What if so? <laughs> Here's a thought. Um, <laughs> what if there just wasn't an impending attack? Does it or have it, to be a sonnet? Or make Apollo and Meg go that direction. But no, they have to go to New Mexico or something. Yeah. Who knows? Really? He is going to get caught up in some shit, though. Even though he thinks it's a quick errand to know, he's going to be caught up in some shit. I just like. Also, what? Maybe a, a lot of things that might have happened off screen. But, like, the last, like, true interaction that Leo has had with Camp Jupiter, to my remembrance, he blew it up. That was the last time he was there, for sure, definitely. But he also technically did sacrifice his life to save the the planet. But also, he's still alive, so... (laughs) He didn't. Um, He tried, and I think he gets credit for that. He's probably on good terms for that move. I would say net neutral. Yeah. Yeah. My dread, frankly, is the last time we saw Leo, Hazel, and No, Frank no, it can't big plot lines together. It was rough mama. It can't happen again. It can't, it can't do that again though, because we love Calypso and we love this little No, you're right. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. I just like I just don't ever want to see them talk again. <laughs> no, quite. Yeah. 
It reminds me of it so much. Quite honestly. But I hope he gets back to Calypso. They're starting college as what? No, it was like high school. High school? But like late high school. Like they're in like junior. Yeah. Just the way they were talking about it was like. I know he was like, I'll be back by spring semester. But this is high school. And what time of year is it now? I don't know. But they mentioned going to the local high school like a couple chapters ago. Okay. That like they would go to the Indianapolis high school. My thing is like you could go. I don't know. I say not Long Island's not better than than Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, really, we're gonna stay here. I guess you got a cool uh, building that'll do whatever you want, and yeah, some and some, and some real and some real neat lesbians. Yeah, exactly. Um, neat lesbians. You know what? Now I understand. Also, I it's like, is high school gonna be really that good anywhere you go? Not really, but it's an experience they should have. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, my thing is, I don't know the diversity of Indiana from my perception. It's not incredible. I'm worried for Leo. Oh, my God. Going to, the, like, I guess they're in a city. They are in yeah, a major but city. It's Indiana. But it's Indiana. It is Indiana. Anyways, that's not a problem that'll ever come up in the books. Therefore, we don't need Who to. Who even knows it. if Leo's making it back in time for school? Really? Yeah. He could die. No, he won't. He could, though. No, like he could, but if he already he did. No, him. He already died once. That's what I'm saying. Only he already once, right? did. Yeah. Okay. Rick cannot kill him for real. No. Well, I would be literally stunned. Yeah. I do know that. A major character dies in these books. No, no, I don't know if it's in the next one, but I know in one of these, and but none of them have died yet. And I live by that. You know which major character? Are you just keeping it? Perfect? I do know which major character. Oh fuck! This is the only thing I know about these books. Uh. Um, I'm surprised you guys don't know because it is the worst kept secret. In fandom, I think I've ever seen it's like Dumbledore dies level like spoiler. I don't know how immersed in this fandom I I really am right now. Me either, but I was just so like maybe I don't even know how I found out. Likely even more probably one of my brothers told me, Mm. or I do run our social media and I may have come across it in the early days. I've known this for years. Oh wow. Cool. <laughs> Here I thought we were on an even playing field with these books and that Me nobody too. knows anything. We're no, all experiencing everything for the first time. But Brayden, I do know one thing. thing. I didn't experience it. Greater. It, yeah, it did get spoiled. This is actually like a, a terrible burden to be carrying. Greater. Because <laughs> I'm just waiting. Yeah. All of these books are just me just waiting for this to happen. I don't know how, it, I don't know how it happens either. I just know mm. one of these characters does not make it out of one of these books alive. And I know it's like before the final book. Oh, fuck. So it's in either, it's, this, actually- it's in either this next book or the one after. I feel like the middle book is like a good, like the tightest yeah, first of them. We have time to like decompress. Yeah. The Zoe Nightshade um, effect. The Zoe I, Nightshade effect. I'm actually See, feeling- someone has to die. Did anyone die in Mark and Athena? Probably. Someone should have died in Mark and Athena. 
Could have been Jason. Could have been. It wasn't going to be. No, it wasn't really about it. It always should be. Um, and I'm surprised I don't know it either because I Google the plots of movies before they end. But I guess because books are just so much more, like, that's like a control thing. You know? Like, I Google the plot of a movie because I can't control how fast time moves. So I can't control how fast I learn this information. So I just, like, need to learn it all at once. But books, I can just put it down. Like, I don't often Google the plots of TV shows. Because then I can just stop at this episode. You know, books are the same. Like, no movies... Is what I meant. Well, like you could pause like a movie. Yeah. But like but I, the point of a movie is you watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like we can stop at the end of an episode of a TV show and be like, I'm done with this. It is build up breaks. Yes. Yeah. This is crazy. It's rational. Like I'm explaining this like it's a rational thing that I do. It's a completely irrational thing. It's crazy. Yeah. I've I never seen movies with my friends in high school and go to the bathroom and be like, I have to pee. No, I didn't. I stood in the bathroom and Googled the rest of the movie and then sat back down in the theater. Like that's, that's crazy. 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 Why do I do that? I, and why do you still do it? I don't get it. You were the only person I've ever it's met. Like a therapist Yeah. Yeah, of course. And they're like, girl, that's weird. <laughs> girl. <laughs> they're, they're like, have you talked to someone about <laughs> They're like, maybe AM used to have some sort of anxiety thing going on, Queen, because that's bizarre. It is like a crazy level and specific manifestation of anxiety. Well, I have a few others, but that one is... No, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) But that one is just like the most like bizarro like thing that I think like most people who also have anxiety could not relate to. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I'm sure I'm not seeing other people also do this i mean call in no comment okay. if you google the bottom okay. please because i will scared. say i used to read the last page of books a lot well yeah that i did but too, that's but kind of a fun thing to like curiosity thing discover what that means because often I, you don't know what it means yeah. yeah no i got mad anxiety and i have never met anyone who does this i'm unique okay derogatory in unique derogatory Unique? I don't know. It happens in other ways too. I can't. Your anxiety? (laughs) Yeah, but like in like, you know, ways that like get people like, hmm, like I can't, if anything's past the expiration date, like it's in the garbage. Oh, yeah. And if it like, and I get really, really like, wait, that's just what you're supposed to do. (laughs) No, I mean like, like things that are like a little, not like dairy. Like if one of the things in the freezer goes bad, like the day of, I will throw it out. Even if it's frozen? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I know. And like, I once had a conversation with Pantry my- Pantry items? Uh, pretty fast in the garbage, yeah. Really? They don't really go bad. Like, I know. I, they just get stale. But I can't. My mom makes fun of me, makes fun of me for it all the time. Like she will, Um, I once, they like froze these like shredded cheese bags that they got at Costco. And, you know, when you put something in the freezer, it- It stops. It stops. It's frozen. But you, may, you may say it's frozen you may say and they were like come back up and like go get one and we'll defrost it and these were like these expired in april and this was happening in june and i was like i'm not eating this this expired in april and they were like we put it in the freezer before it expired and i was like but I, then i can't eat it like it's already expired and they were like That's it's been frozen it works. and I, they they were like it ne- will once we defrost it it will expire like it 
from when we bought it to April. And I was like, okay, then how do we know when that's happening? I got so, so nervous about it. And my mom was like, you're being ridiculous. And she was right. Have you gotten over it? No. No? So you still wouldn't eat something frozen that's technically expired? Yeah. Why? Because I'm, we've, <laughs> <laughs> anything that this little like diversion has shown us, it's because I'm crazy and I Google the plots of movies. <laughs> I don't want to eat anything yeah. that's expired. I also burn all my food. So it's not like really like, I, I get, I get stressed about, I I will throw out food in like the fridge that if it seems a little off, I get stressed about. Yeah. And I always get stressed cooking eggs. Yeah. yeah. Eggs freak me out. I don't cook this meat because I'm a vegetarian, but eggs stress me out. This morning, I made turkey bacon in the microwave, which I did not know that you could do until we bought turkey bacon. And um, I was like, I just don't believe that this is going to work. And Brayden was like, it's really going to work. Like it, that's what the package says it'll do. It'll work. And I was like, okay. And when I took it out and it wasn't like completely crispy, I, I was in front of you, so I wasn't going to do anything about it. But like, I was really nervous. I actually, I actually have some great news for you. Turkey bacon is pre-cooked. It is? Yeah, it's not raw meat. It's like it's, I was no, sweating. It's, it's basically what, that. like you could eat turkey bacon raw. I don't know. I don't know if this goes for all turkey bacon, mm-hmm. but like most turkey bacon is like, like if you have lunch meat. Interesting. Because okay. it's not beef. Yeah, it's like already processed food. Mm. That's good. I was really nervous this morning. No, you're good. Yeah, if if you cook turkey bacon in the microwave and it's still like it's not going to get crispy like like bacon bacon does. Yeah, and that made me really so poultry. I'm aware, but I can make it crispy when I cook it this is not important anymore but like I was scared I'm scared of a lot of things basically um and how do we even get on that oh because I googled the plot of movies and I didn't google the spoiler yeah that is how we got here (laughs) um do we have any overall thoughts about this book now that we've finished it like I said before this uh, my relationship with this book is very similar to my relationship with Ant-Man 3. Was it the best made um one of its kind? Not my favorite in that way. Was it a little random? Absolutely. Was it Yeah. Fun though? Yes. Did I enjoy myself very much? Yeah, I don't disagree. I do disagree about the Ant-Man part, but we know this. I know, I know. I'm the only person who fucking loved that movie. It's not a good movie. I just loved it. Um, But I think I wouldn't have liked this book if I wasn't able to locate myself within Apollo as a character so much. I agree. I really... Particularly out of all of the protagonists we've had so far, all of the POV characters, except for perhaps, like, we know my favorites are Nico and Piper. But, like, I'm really enjoying Apollo as our main character, and I'm really locating myself in him as a character more than I thought I would be, Mm -hmm. and more than I feel like I did, like, Percy or Jason, personally. I don't know what that says about me. Probably nothing great. No, but, I just think that it's like a more 
I think it's a more interesting perspective for us to read at this age, quite honestly. Maybe that's it, yeah. Because, because he's an older character. Yeah. Too, yeah. Like, you know, not, we're not immortal, but like, it is just like a yeah. more mature um, narration. I guess that's true. I mean, not always, but immature in the ways that young adults can be immature, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot more interesting for us to read now. I think if I was like 14 and reading this, it wouldn't wouldn't hit the same. Yeah, that's it. That is interesting. I also really particularly like the queer narrative at the center of this story. I honestly wish it was explored more. There's like so much deep stuff in that commodus relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Really. That like I would love to read like an adult drama boring kind of book about it. Yeah. Um, yes. But I can't agree with that. Obviously, that's not what this kind of book is. And I so I enjoyed it for those reasons. At the same time, I had a hard time finding my footing in th- this book because it just jolts you around a lot. It yeah. does. Because that's not to say I didn't enjoy a lot of the stuff it brought us. I really enjoy the way station. I enjoy the new characters we're introduced to at the same time that maybe I don't think it's the strongest plot. I agree. Like we discussed a lot last week. Right. Yeah. Any other thoughts about the book as a whole? Should we do SAS moments? I'll do SAS moments. I didn't screenshot mine this week, unfortunately, um, because I forgot. Um, (laughs) But it's basically just uh, Meg's whole energy during this dinner scene. (laughs) Like, there are multiple moments during it where, like, she's just, like, like, I think there was one, the one that, like, made me chuckle was the, like, like, don't remember much, like, fill me in about, like, her almost dying (laughs) like being like dragged out unconscious it made me laugh she's just she does not care she's hungry and major decisions are happening around her and she's hungry and i can respect that yeah um mine is just dumb and um i love it for a moment i feared a new carpos might burst forth with glowing red eyes and a vocabulary that consisted entirely of tomatoes like yeah. uh-huh, right like oh good one mine i can't choose a specific moment of it because none of the individual moments i think are that funny the sheer amount of times tofurky is mentioned oh, real <laughs> that's fair it was like inc- it was upwards of 20 yeah in yeah. one chapter it was repeated enough that i was like is it sponsored is it sponsored is it that apollo doesn't fully understand what it is like is that does that why he keeps saying the name of it because he's like what is this thing it made me laugh because also it's tofurky it's like a capital letter or two like it's a proper noun it's a proper noun there's just a lot there yeah yeah all right Offering and vote off time. Time for the big ones. Yeah. We'll do this how we typically do this. So we'll do give our offerings for this chapter, votes off for this chapter, 
overall, overall, and then we'll we'll get the counts. Love. Um, I would give my offering for the chapter to Grover. Okay, me too. Period. Me too. Eve? I guess I'll hop on that. I was thinking about giving it. No, I'm good with that because we're going to have the one for the whole book, so it's okay. And then this is a hard question, I think, for this week, but like, who are we voting off? Nero's mentioned. So yeah, when in doubt, vote Nero. Congratulations. He's just a very good villain. And I know we're going to meet a new villain in the next book. And so was Commodus. Commodus was also a good villain, but like not in the same everlasting kind of way that Nero is, you know. I'm going to throw it down for... Indiana one last time. Fuck off. Throw it down for Indiana. <laughs> That's funny. All right. And then offerings for the whole book. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to Apollo. He he actually had to deal with a lot of like personal stuff. Yeah. This book, like he even more than last book. brought history with. Yeah, I felt like the Commodus in particular relationship at the core of this book i thought was was really difficult and interesting and i thought he navigated it adeptly yeah if you're going apollo i might have to go meg just because she struggled so hard i'm gonna go with the character that wasn't wasn't like a super big part of it, but I'm gonna go with George, like Georgina. Georgina. Okay, yeah, I was thinking of that. Georgina. Because I feel like she had such like this is so her whole like if like I feel like she was a plot device in this book. Sadly, just because we didn't have enough time to like explore like the horrifying thing that has you know that happened to her, and she was just like someone who like. She was just a character that was really more of an extension of her parents. Yeah. That was like, you need to help us because our daughter, like, where did she go? And like, I don't know if the book had not had so much going on. We like maybe could have explored a little bit more of like her. Yeah, I agree. So that's why I wanted to give it to her. And who are we voting off? I'm going to vote off. I'm going to. I don't think I did this throughout any of the rest of the book. Maybe in this first chapter. I don't know. I, f- I felt real weird throughout this book, Rick. I don't know. I'm not saying I did, disliked it or you did bad. I'm just confused. <laughs> and I feel weird. And like, like, you are the one to blame. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Thank you for your service. I'm... I mean, when in doubt, vote Nero. Like, I know he was barely in this book. Presence, for sure. 
But like, I feel like Commodus was kind of more central. Yeah. But in Meg's plot, at least, he still remained pretty big. Real, real. Because, like, he's just always going to be the worst person in the room. And, like, Commodus just made him look worse. Because he was just such a, not like a mild villain. But comparably, yes. And we just got so much more of Commodus' backstory and, like... He was just a little bit more of a cartoony villain compared to, like, the real evil of him. Right. I agree. (laughs) Mine is silly. It's just, I know he's on this list and I just want to make it more, make him move up in the ranks because I was recently, um, I had to go home for a dentist appointment. So I was in my car and I heard the fucking Luke Combs version of Fast Carter. (laughs) I forgot how pissed I am at this man. So I'm giving Luke Combs another vote. That's funny. Because why did you do that? Also because I'm pretty confident that Nero's going to comfortably take the lead. So I don't feel like I need to add on. When did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? From the seminal classic film. (laughs) A Star is Born. The third one. With Ligaga. I I said it like tried to go too comedic with the way I said it. Where it was unintelligible that I was saying Lady Gaga. Random syllables. um, Diane Warren pops off with that song. So when did you do that? Um, Okay. The results are in. It's serious. Right? Look at that. (laughs) Um... In last place, with one for offerings, we got Emmy, Artemis, Festus, George and Martha, Arrow Dodona, Marcus Aurelius, Gay People, Rick, Zoe Nightshade, and Griffins. <laughs> Just je- like the general Griffins. Yeah. It's um, a good group. Then we have with two Brutomartis, Mother. Sorry. Um, tied for third place. With three each, we have Leo, Calypso, Heloise, and Apollo. In oh. second place, we have Georgina with four. And in first place, we got Meg with seven. Yay. Um, Queen Meg. Queen. That makes sense. Our votes off are kind of all over the place and then all in one place. Um, for votes off once, we have anthropomorphocentrism cops Trophonius, apollo elon musk chris christie lit commodus myself period uh bruno mars gay people and ron DeSantis. word <laughs> did gay people also get an offering yeah gay people is that neutral where it belongs gay people uh, is a strong zero I like that gay people and Ron DeSantis are next to each other on this list, too. <laughs> um, with two votes off, we have Luke Combs. Period. Humidity. <laughs> the Chair. And Agibitas. Um, In second place, both with four votes off, we have Rick and the State of Indiana. <laughs> wow. Um, and then the biggest loser is Nero with nine. Wow. Uh, 
we'll go real quick with the overalls. So with one, we have Emmy, Artemis, Festus, George, and Martha, Arab, Jonah, Marcus Aurelius, gay people, Rick, Zoe, Nightshade, Griffins, Nico, Mama Rue, Annabeth, Daphne, Rhea, Pete, Juniper, Dead Satyrs, Rachel, Kiara, and Cassandra. With two, we have Brita Martis and Percy. With three, we have Grover, Heloise, Leo, Harley, Will, and Sally. A great showing for the threes. Then <laughs> at the in one page of this book, and he's already above Percy. Yeah. One page of this series, and he's already above a major player. In third place, tied for third place, we have Calypso and Georgina. Um, in second place, we have Apollo with eight. Good showing. Okay, Apollo. Um, and winning, we have Meg with 12. Makes sense. Okay, word. Of course. Only because Piper isn't in these books yet. <laughs> um, if, if Piper and Hazel are both in this next book, Meg is losing her, her, yeah. her winning streak. That's true. Um, and with all of our votes off, we have Anthropomorcentrism, Cops, Trifonius, Elon Musk, Chris Christie, Lit, Commodus, myself, Bruno Mars, Gay People, Ron DeSantis, Octavian, Meg's parents. Then um, with two, we have Luke Combs, Humanity, The Chair, Agamethus, Apollo, Big Ant. Um, with three, we have Rick. With four, we have the state of Indiana. With six, we have Zeus. With seven, we have Peach Baby, a.k.a whose name we know now as Peaches, which is not more specific than Peach Baby. <laughs> uh, with nine, we have Chiron. And with 15, we have Nero slash the Beast. Chiron doing real bad Well, he in was, second place. Like, was Nero was the bad. clear... Comedy. That first, like, book where he was like, they're disappearing. Like, it was like every episode we had a new reason for to be like, can you get your shit together? Yeah. Like, it was bad. Yeah. Congrats, Commodus, I guess, for only getting one vote off. I think Yeah, congrats, you're boring. It. Rick wrote it in a way where like he was just like again, like you said, like so cartoony and also like she was a plot device more than a character. Yeah, and like hearing about like the backstory he had with Apollo, it almost just like you left just feeling a little more sad that Apollo had to do this to someone that he loved. Yeah. Than angry that someone that he loved did this. I agree. It's also Very like, someone's going to do worse than Nero. Yeah. All right. That's all for this week. Join us next week where we will be changing it up a little bit. And instead of doing a movie, we will be reading... Eurydice by Sarah Rule. A play. It's a play. play. We're theater majors. Yeah. Um, and if you thought we would do like a classic Greek play, if we did plays... No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's Greek. Sure is Greek to me. <laughs> but it's not classic. It is contemporary. Um, if you would like to read it. We are in the modern age. If you'd like to read it, read it, buy it. I guess. I don't know. Like I there sure there's some PDF somewhere. Oh, I'm not encouraging that you do this. No. But no. I'm sure there are there. If you would like to sail the high seas. Um, I do encourage reading this play, but we're going to talk about it next week. So, period. Bye. Um, <laughs> oh, she's lost. Oh, no. She had to yawn. I thought she was done. It wasn't this. Silence me and cut me off. That's so upsetting. Make sure what if I just end it here? I'm going to yell at every platform that matters. <laughs>